Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good Saturday, everyone, and welcome to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, joined by none other than Brad Allen. How's it going? Good. The dynamic duo here today. Got a great topic, Brad. You know, I, I think I want to flush through this a little bit because it's something we see in the office quite a bit, you know, where I think people have the mentality that retirement, you know, is a time to take it easy, but... Maybe not too easy. There's a lot of scams out there. So from a financial perspective, we want to stay on top of that. And I want to discuss some of the common scams that are targeting retirees and really maybe some of our best techniques we found over the years to help protect mm -hmm. your money. So let's talk first, Brad, about who is at risk of becoming a victim. Yeah, while younger people are, are more likely to fall for a scam, seniors are actually losing the most money. So victims over the age of 80 lost nearly $1,100 last year. You know, I work with older adults who are, are near retirement or already in retirement. Retirees cannot afford to fall victim to these scams. So uh, they're usually on a fixed income and, and the money that they lose may not be able to be replaced. So don't let scams set you back in your retirement planning. At Drake & Associates, we offer a comprehensive report on retirement planning and you can find more details about our process at wealthwisconsin.com. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's this uh, conception or stigma, I guess is maybe the better word that boy, that can't happen to me. I'm pretty educated. I'm a smart person. We're a smart couple. But it's pretty shocking the yeah. amount of folks this happens to and really, you know, high professors, you know, corporate executives, you know, really professionals. And I, I think some of these scamsters are just so skilled at what they do. And I think one of the biggest things, and we'll get into it, but is to really pause to remember, you know, 99.999, you know, I'm making numbers up here, but vast, vast, vast majority of the time, there's no urgency. You mm -hmm. know, if someone's you know, emailing you or calling you about some investment or something along those lines, there's generally no urgency. There's really a lot of time to take a deep breath, slow down. Do some research. Do some research. Great point. You know, maybe consult your advisor, you know, and just talk through things. And oftentimes when you just sit down and flush it through, I think it becomes pretty evident. And, you know, I think there's a number of reasons why retirees are often targeted by scammers you know, they often have more money, you know, they spent their entire careers building up their nest egg, you know, and they've worked really hard. And I think scamsters see that as an opportunity. They may have more liquid cash, investments readily available that these scamsters can try to target. And I think that generation, you know, is really raised to be polite. You know, older Americans may think it's rude to hang up the phone on somebody and scammers can really exploit that hesitation to mm -hmm. end the, the interaction or, or to disconnect. And Oftentimes, I think out of embarrassment, they don't report it. 
you know, maybe they don't want their family to know they've been scammed. Really only about 2%, 2% Brad. It's a crazy number. Isn't it low? Of scams against seniors get reported. So it's really a small, small number. And, and generally speaking, they don't make their best witnesses, meaning, you know, even if they do report the scams, seniors may struggle to remember the details necessary to investigate it properly. But, you know, we want to talk a little bit today about what to watch out for. But biggest thing, again, don't be afraid to hit the pause button. You know, these are the kind of things we talk to our clients about. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this conversation in retirement, you know, when you meet somebody, a financial advisor, certified financial planner, whatever it might be, really important. We talk about it just about every week, but make sure someone's a fiduciary. A fiduciary that's really putting your, your interests ahead of theirs. This is the type of conversations that should be had. You know, when we have a new client that comes on board, Brad, we give them a letter that talks about the most common financial scams in the area, right. in particular ones that are being, you know, targeted towards retirees. So it's really that more holistic picture where the conversation's much, much deeper and a lot more important than just, hey, look at this hot new fund or look at these investments. You know, those are important conversations. But if we back out and take a bigger picture look, mm -hmm. you know, what are we trying to accomplish in retirement? And what are some of the hurdles? You know, this is a big hurdle that we have to overcome. Yeah, and you have to realize the, the, these scam artists, you know, this is their job. They're good at it. So if you do get scammed, you know, you want to report that. You want to make sure that uh, you let somebody know. And that way, the next person in line that they call isn't going to fall for it as well. So you can really help a lot of other people out. Uh, by just letting people know what's going on. Yeah, and for folks that are interested, we have some great classes coming up. And in, in, uh, coming up in June here, we're going to be over at the Water Street Brewery in Delafield on Tuesday, June 19th and Wednesday, June 20th. Talk about some hot topics. Required minimum distributions mm -hmm. can be confusing. Some people just don't want the taxable income, Brad. So we'll talk about how to avoid that. Of course, we're going to hit on Social Security a lot of different ways, hundreds of ways to turn that on. We want to talk you through some of the best strategies to produce the most income out of Social Security. And then the big topic everybody has on their mind is taxes. You know, how does this deal affect me, this new tax code? But probably more importantly than that, what can folks be doing today, Brad, to really ensure that they stay in a lower tax bracket over the next decades to come? I think those are important conversations that some people are missing. You can register online at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealth wisconsin.com after the break let's talk about some of the most common scams that folks are uh, being coming victim to you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj getting you ready to sail into the sunset this is retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj i'm tony drake with drake and associates certified financial planner brad allen is here today and we're talking about you know some of the most common scams, financial scams, especially ones that are targeting retirees. And the first one we see quite a bit, Brad, is Medicare card scams. So this summer, seniors on Medicare will be getting new cards in the mail. Ironically, it's part of an effort to protect them from scams. Previously, Medicare cards had their Social Security number printed right on the card. You know, it's, we've had some issues at times where stuff coming out from the government, the window showed that part of the card. Right. I mean, it's it, pretty unfortunate. But the new cards are designed to strip the Social Security numbers and replace them with an 11-digit identifier that has both letters and numbers. Problem is scammers are using this transition as an opportunity. They're calling their seniors and asking them to pay a fee or asking them to give out personal information, which puts them at risk for identity theft. So... I think here's the, Brad, the big message to seniors. 
You don't need to do anything when you get your new Medicare card in the mail. So you you may, if, if you're a target of one of these scams, again, it's not personal, they're calling randomly, but you may get a call, maybe someone tells you you have to set something up or anything of that nature. If you get that call, just ignore it. Right. Just ignore it. Yeah. You have to be careful when anybody calls. You know, you want to ask as many questions as possible. You know, like I said before, I mean, they, they do this for a living. So they're calling people every single day. And uh, some people say no. Some people hang up. But some people obviously say yes. And you just want to be careful. You want to ask as many questions and get as much information before you give any information out. Yeah. I think the big point to remember from this one is they will not be calling you. So... You know, if you get those calls, hang up that phone promptly. There's nothing you need to set up. Your number's already loaded in the system. You don't have to activate anything. Everything is ready to go there for you. And, and the second one, Brad, we're hearing about is IRS scams. Yeah, there's a number of ways scammers are reaching out to potential victims. So in one scam, the con artist claims to be the IRS, saying that the person on the other end of the line hasn't paid their taxes. Uh, the scammer then says the victim will be arrested unless they pay the prepaid debit card account that they give them. So the IRS is now, you know, contracting with private collection firms to settle overdue tax debt. Scammers are also posing as these firms. So the number one thing I want people to know is the IRS will never contact you through the phone, email, text message, or social media without mailing you a bill first. They won't threaten you and they won't require you to pay a certain way, such as a prepaid debit card. So all tax payments will be made to the U.S. Treasury and not a third party. So if that happens to you, again, you just want to hang up the phone, make sure that you're not giving any information out. Yeah, and I think one of the big parts to remember whether, you know, we see this a lot during tax season as well, you know, where where people are getting scammed regarding their tax returns or, you know, you get some pretty, you get a, you know, you think you get a call from the IRS and a person on the other end is saying, look, pay this now right? or we're going to arrest you. We're going to seize your bank accounts. You know, you're going to pay all these penalties and fine. You know, if you look at statistics and surveys, IRS audits, things of that nature are one of the biggest fears that most people have. And you get that call and it can be pretty scary. Yeah. You know, but it's important to remember the IRS does not make phone calls. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't send out emails. You're going to get communication from the IRS in one way and one way only, and that's through, you know, traditional, you know, what we refer to as snail mail, or traditional mail through the U.S. postal system. And, and as you said, it's, it's not going to be threatening. There's no. nobody, you know, do this now, act now. You know, there's going to be some information. There's going to be a way for you to correspond. You can always call the IRS and, and wait online or wait on the phone, excuse me, for an agent and make sure it's a legitimate letter. The IRS does not contact you on Facebook either. I actually had that in the office. Somebody Did you on, really? Yeah, what yeah. happened? So somebody on Facebook, they got a, a message saying this was so-and-so from the IRS and that you need to, to call this number, that kind of stuff, and they're not going to do that, especially yeah. social media. So, you know, obviously you can use your, your ear head and kind of figure out that this is probably a scam, but they do it enough where people do fall for it, so you don't want to fall victim to that. Yeah, I think those are really worded well, and as you mentioned earlier, these folks are professionals. Yeah. They're, they're criminals, and they do this every day, day in and day out, and it's a numbers game. You know, they put enough uh, fishing back. lines out there and hope they hook somebody that gets afraid. And again, you know, it's not a, it's not a personal thing. It's not, you know, there's, there's this big, I uh, think, sense that if I fall victim to it, I shouldn't report it because I'll, I'll look stupid or something along those lines. These folks are really good at what they do. And again, it's scary if you think the IRS is really after you. So it's important that you, again, hit the pause button, no rash decisions, you know, especially social media. I mean, right. retirees are one of the largest, fastest growing groups on Facebook. 
So it's a new way to communicate. That can be a little intimidating. But again, the IRS only communicates with folks through traditional mail. So if you're getting means otherwise, you know, you want to ignore that. So after the break, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the big scams we're seeing, in particular the ones that are targeting retirees. And you can always find more information on our website. We always encourage questions, too. If folks have a question, email us at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Thanks for spending your Saturday with us. This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. And Brad and I are talking this week about, you know, how retirement can be a time to take it easy, but you got to stay on point when it comes to these financial scammers. Retirees, Brad, are, are really, I think, a big target for a lot of these pros and mm-hmm. let's let's not make any bones about it they are professionals at what they do you know generally speaking retirees have more money nest egg maybe liquid assets available generally a little bit more polite you know and, and scammers account on that, that that you won't hang up on them and oftentimes you know they don't report it so it can make a target rich environment maybe folks are embarrassed afraid their kids will find out or or just don't want people to know that they fell victim to this but mm-hmm. You know, I think we, we talked about some of the IRS scams and, you know, there's other scams regarding the Medicare cards that are coming out this summer. Another big one we see is the travel scams. Yeah, I mean, if you have big travel plans in retirement, you need to watch out. More than 2,500 complaints were filed with the Better Business Bureau in 2017 regarding travel and vacation scams. So scammers will uh, post photos of properties that aren't for rent or they don't even exist at all to try to get your credit card information. So you want to look closely at the deals on social media and sites like Craigslist. You know, always use a reputable company. And, and website to book your trip. Do the research ahead of time, search for reviews and complaints before booking, and check out the company with the Better Business Bureau. I think there's there's so much stuff out there, and you know some of these places can look great, and they have a great price, and, and you want to jump on it right away, uh, and you give you your credit card information, and it's that easy, right? It's that quick, and, and now your information's out there. So you just have to be careful. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, this idea, you know, I think when you travel traditionally, you always went to a hotel and, you know, a number of years back now is the idea of the VRBO or the Airbnb mm-hmm. where you could rent, you know, personal homes. And I have so many clients, Brad, that really love that. Yeah. You know, they love the concept of having a little bit more elbow room. Generally, it's a lot less expensive than a hotel and you have a lot more space. Many of my clients are using them to try to save money. They can cook their own breakfast, maybe pack lunch and just do dinners out. Um, you know, so there can be a lot of benefits to it, but I, I think it opens you up then to a lot of scams as well because, you know, there's so many different websites. So maybe using a reputable site like VRBO or Airbnb, right. that's maybe scrub some of this. You can read some of the reviews, you know, are the properties as the pictures are shown, what was the transactions like for, for previous renters and just putting a little extra homework to make sure you're, you're not getting scammed. And these, these scams are becoming more and more popular because, you know, a lot of people like to snowbird during the winter, but they don't necessarily want to lock themselves down in Florida. They want to go different places, you know, different years. And they're using a lot of these websites to find great places for a couple months to live. So they're, they're getting, there's a lot of these scams and you're going to see a lot more of them in the future. So you just want to be aware of it and just know that ahead of time. Yeah, I think that's important. And again, it's just about, you had a great point, checking the Better Business Bureau, looking at the reviews. There's a lot of great review sites, you know, and, and 
reading through some of the comments. And, and that's what I like about some of these larger vendors that are doing this. They have the ability to read through, you know, see comments from folks that have used these uh, particular properties previously. And, you know, really important, I, I think, that you get that all kind of encompassing plan and retirement, and that's what's important. We'd love to sit down and meet with you. I think a lot of folks, Brad, I got a call last week. Someone said, well, boy, I thought there was going to be some type of cost or obligation to come in. Never any cost or obligation. Maybe you prefer to come to a class first. Maybe you just want to come in right into the office. We do have some great classes coming up in June. That'll be on Tuesday, June 19th and Wednesday, June 20th. And that's going to be out at the Water Street Brewery in Delafield. So after the talk, we'll follow it with lunch. But great topic. We've kind of continued it because we've had such a great response. And again, I do apologize. I know these classes tend to fill up quickly because we're just unable to do them as often as we used to. But for the folks that want to attend, we're going to talk this this month about Social Security. You know, there's several hundred different ways to turn that on. And I think you find that, Brad, to be a pretty fascinating topic for folks that you're talking to about it. Yeah, it's one of the most common questions that we get is, is what strategy is the best for me? Should I wait till 70 years old? It seems like I should, but you have to look at break-even points. You have to look at all these different things. And, and maybe if you're a couple, maybe one person taking it earlier, one person waiting a little bit. There's all sorts of different strategies. So uh, we can sit down and, and go through the, the 500 different strategies and show you the one that, that makes the most sense for your family. And I think the big point is when it comes to income, if we can maximize that income, then maybe we can implement tax strategies or we don't have to take as much out of our nest egg. And that answers that big question most folks have. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? So we'll talk about Social Security, required minimum distributions, not only just the new tax code, but how we can help control your tax bracket. Again, that affects the longevity of, of your money. If I'm taking out a dollar and I have to pay 10 cents to the IRS versus 20 cents, I don't have to take as many dollars out. Mm -hmm. So then my money lasts a lot longer. So important topics, you can register right at the website, wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, joined by Brad Allen and talking about probably an unpopular topic this week, you know, and that's financial scams and, and some of the most common ones we're seeing, in particular the ones that are targeting retirees. And, and I think one of the big ones we're seeing is job-related scams. Yeah, yeah. Summer is prime time to snake a part-time job. You know, many of my clients are retired and, and looking for part-time work just to stay busy, especially when it's nice outside. Uh, job scams can be found all over the place. They can be found on Craigslist, online job boards, social media, or even sent to your email. And scammers are posing as an employer. They're looking to collect your social security number and your bank information, two of the things that you would have to give an employer so that they can pay you and that kind of stuff. So you just want to watch out for unsolicited offers, vague job descriptions, paying upfront, uh, doorstep selling or working from home. You should also be wary if the employers either has uh, maybe limited contact information or refuses to meet with you at all. So these are all kind of just red flags to look out for. Uh, and, and, and if you see something like it doesn't mean that that's a scam, but you want to look into it a little bit more, ask more questions. Yeah, I think when we talk about this concept of income and retirement, and we've talked in the past about the income stool, the three legs, Social Security, pension, nest egg, sometimes, you know, when folks come in for an analysis, no cost or obligation, we're going to create a comprehensive report. We're going to look at a couple of things. 
one of those things is going to be risk. What level of risk are we comfortable with versus what level are we currently invested at, right? Mm -hmm. And then, Brad, we're going to pull everything together. So we're going to look at inflation, taxation, required minimum distributions, any potential tax strategies, fee reduction. And we'll start to stitch this entire picture together so we can start to answer, you know, does my money last? And for some folks, unfortunately, we find either because they didn't save enough or maybe the lifestyle is too high, we find they do run out of money. So sometimes it's working part-time in retirement because we want to. I mean, I, I have clients, frankly, that have gotten bored, you know, or maybe they're just very skilled in a particular area, so they do some consulting or whatever. Sometimes it's just sheer boredom, but sometimes we have folks who go back to work out of necessity because they have to. So I think this idea of being careful, you know, Look, fo folks aren't going to come door to door to try to look for employees. So, you know, if right. it's about work, you know, that, that uh, you know, that's not going to happen. I think another one we see a lot, Brad, is, you know, one of these deals where you have to pay up front mm -hmm. to be able to work from home. I mean, l let's just think that through. How many jobs do you have to pay up front to, to go to work for somebody? Right. Um, and, and again, it, it's not coming from a place of judgment, but just slowing down thinking through the details. I think if we kind of hit the pause button and really think it through, that probably makes a little bit more sense. We always encourage folks to write questions in. You can do that at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And I understand that we have a question this week. We do. We have a question. Uh, should we pay off our mortgage? Should we pay it off before we retire? Thinking about taking out money out of the 401k so we can get rid of that expense in retirement. So they're just wondering... You know, what is the best option? Pay it off up front or, you know, pay it throughout retirement, pay it off later? Yeah, pretty common question, I think, that we get. And it's a little bit loaded because I think for a lot of folks, there's a financial answer and then there's a mathematical answer, right? So a couple of pieces of information we need to understand before, you know, we tackle that. Primarily a big one being what interest rate am mm -hmm. I paying? If I got, you know, for some reason I got the mortgage under a higher interest rate, obviously high interest rate debt, we want to get that paid off. But let's say you lock that in at the bottom, somewhere around 3% or you know maybe 3 and an eighth or something. Now we start to ask, well, how is your 401k invested? If we have it all in a CD at 1%, then tax dependent, we may be better taking money off because we're not making much on that CD. But if we have that invested in the market, you know, in a, in a portfolio that's appropriate for our risk tolerance over time, you know, let's say we're averaging a rate of 6% and we're paying three. Well, to take money out of the 401k, not only are we losing the difference, but we're also potentially, remember, money coming out of the 401k doesn't just to get to come out. If I have 100000 left on the mortgage, I don't get to take out 100000 Because right. now when I withdraw that 100000 I have 100000 of extra what we would refer to as ordinary income this year. Mm -hmm. So that's taxed at your corresponding tax bracket. But remember... With that extra 100000 I might be getting pushed higher up in a tax bracket. So I have to take out a lot more to cover that tax bill. So doesn't always make sense. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. There's also this emotional component. Some people just sleep better knowing the debt's paid off. So it's a little bit more involved conversation. So I apologize to the gentleman who wrote in and asked the question. May not be a directive enough answer, but again, if you or anyone else wants to come in, we can sit down, no cost or obligation, explore those. But 
might make sense to pay it off, but in most cases, it probably doesn't. So after the break, Brad, we got a couple more scams we're seeing in the area I want to cover. Just really make sure people are on top of those and know what's going on and can be aware of them. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back. This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. Brad Allen, you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. We appreciate you spending some time with us. I know these Saturdays, uh, you know, finally, we got these short summers in Wisconsin, right? They just don't last long. And I know folks are busy and have a lot of listening choices. And we certainly appreciate you taking some time to uh, spend with us. And this week, talking about an important topic, maybe not fun to think about, but you know, it's really important, I think, to stay on top of what scams are going on in the area. For our clients, Brad, you know, folks in retirement or approaching retirement, I, I think it's a really important topic because they're often the target of a lot of these scams. Mm-hmm. You know, number of different reasons, you know, their nest eggs are bigger. Oftentimes have a little bit more access to, to sell investments or maybe have some more cash on hand. Generally speaking, a little bit more polite, tend to not hang up the phone on these scammers and and, you know, they often don't report it. Maybe it's out of embarrassment or not wanting people to know or feeling like, I'm, you know, I'm so stupid that I fell victim to this. So they can be a very target-rich environment. And, you know, we talked about some of the IRS scams and job and travel scams and big one this summer, the Medicare scams. Mm-hmm. But there's also home improvement scams. So we, we really caution our clients when they're hiring a contractor to work on a house, especially after a major storm. You know, summer is the time where we can get some of those big thunderstorms here in Wisconsin. And, you know, the Better Business Bureau has three tips to really help you spot these home improvement scams. First is to watch for red flags. Anybody that comes to your door wants you to pay up front or it's a cash-only deal, that's a pretty big red flag that there might be an issue. Brad, what, are they, what else are they looking for? Well, the second, uh, ask for references. You know, a bad contractor will be hesitant to share the information. And then third, just know what the laws are. Ask for identification, licensing, and insurance, and confirm that they, they get the proper permits for work. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, Jim Peck calls this one Chuck with a truck, right? Because they go around and after a big storm and say, well, we're going to fix this and we'll come back on Tuesday, but they never come back. So there's, there's all sorts of stuff like this, especially this time of year going on. So you just want to be careful. There. Yeah, and these tips are from the Better Business Bureau. Remember, go to the Better Business Bureau website, right. or if you're not real comfortable online, you can call them, let them know the name of the business, and they'll be able to let you know if there's been any consumer complaints. Really happy to report in all the years I've been in business, we've never had a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. We have an A-plus rating, but when it comes to home improvement, folks, or we talk about it, Brad, even with financial advisors, yeah. you know, if you're thinking about taking us up on the no-cost, no-obligation review don't take my word for it. You know, go to the Better Business Bureau. You know, see, double check. I mean, make sure we don't have any complaints. Go to resources like FINRA.org. You know, look up my background. We don't want you to look up Brad's. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. But, you know, look up both of our backgrounds. And, and, you know, 
any business, really make sure you have to be your own advocate. You really have to dig in and make sure, you know, there's just so much more access to information nowadays. Mm -hmm. There's great resources out there for you to explore and look through. Yeah, I think that's one of the big things we talk about at some of these classes, too, is is how to look up, you know, uh, advisors and and firms and especially how to look up what you're paying in fees inside of things like mutual funds and some of the funds that you have. So, you know, it's it's a lot easier today with the Internet to look this stuff up. So you want to do your research ahead of time and, and, and know who you're working with. That's the most important part. Yeah, I think you, you hit on a big point. And another one we're seeing, Brad, is student loan scams. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't had a client in particular run into this, but I've been reading it about about it quite a bit lately. And you see a lot of students that are finalizing their loans right now to pay for college coming up in the fall. Oftentimes, parents and grandparents are, are le- lending a hand, excuse me, and there's some scammers that are going after that. Yeah, they include you know just phone calls, text, emails, and letters offering relief from from federal student loans, or maybe warning borrowers that student loan forgiveness programs will end soon. Scammers offering these types of services are after your money first and foremost. Their tax- tactics include uh, paying upfront fees, promising immediate or total loan forgiveness or cancellations. Uh, so just never give out your federal student aid identification or FSA ID. That's really important. You don't want to give that information out because that's what they're looking for. Yeah, I think with that information, folks can try to log into your account online and, and try to access some of that you know, identity information. We all hear about you know these identity theft scams and these big data breaches nowadays. So really important to keep that information personal. And again, it just seems like every one of these we talk about, Brad, there's this uh, kind of false sense of urgency that these scammers try to create. You have to act now. Something's ending. You know, somebody's in trouble. If you don't invest now, you're going to miss this opportunity. You know, we really find that's just not the case. Always time to take a deep breath and, and slow down and really think things through. Love to hear your questions. For folks that want to write in, we'd like to answer those on the air. And it's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealth. Wisconsin.com. After the break, I want to talk about how we can help protect you from these scams. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake with Drake & Associates, Certified Financial Planner, and Brad Allen today can always get more information by visiting us at the website, wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. And talk about a tough topic today, Brad, and that's, uh, you know, financial scams and how these folks really like to, I think, hone in and target retirees. Pretty target-rich environment. You know, generally have more access to money and cash, and that can be really enticing to some of these criminals. And so we talked about some of the top scams going on. You know, we were wrapped up about student loan scams and Medicare, travel, home improvement, things of that nature. So I want to spend a little time talking about how to protect yourself from these scams. And, and the first point I think I talk to a lot of my clients about is what I call going in depth. And, and so think if an elderly parent is convinced that they're getting a deal, but maybe you're convinced it's a scam. You want to talk about why. If you're talking to your parents, go beyond telling them to hang up the phone or throw away the letter. Have an open conversation without shaming them. I think that's where the embarrassment comes in. People feel, you know, they're, they're stupid or they shouldn't have been taken advantage of. You know, for example, let them know that the IRS will not call them, period. IRS does not communicate over the phone. So the person on the phone, you know, may be a scammer. 
or tell them they can't win the lottery without buying a ticket. That's a big one we see where they're contacted mm -hmm. through email on the phone. They've won the lottery, but you have to pay this processing fee. And if you don't pay it now, the, the award is going to be given to someone else, you know. The letter that they got in the mail is not legitimate. To win a, a state lottery, you have to buy a ticket. So I think the concept here is helping explain it to them, tell them why it's a scam, help them see it rather than shaming them or making them feel stupid. Yeah, and then the next thing you can do is, is turn the tables. You know, psychologists say this tactic may work. If they're falling for a scam, ask how you can get involved too. You know, your parents, their job is to protect you as well. So when, when you want to get involved, that's something that they'll think twice about. So this can set off warning bells in your parents' mind and help them realize both of your money is at risk now. Uh, and it just opens up the door for an honest conversation. The other thing you can do is don't leave them in isolation. If you're you're traveling a lot this summer, you don't live by your elderly parents, ask a, a trusted neighbor to keep an eye on them. That kind of, you know, what kind of mail do they get? What what type of phone calls? Do they seem like they're hiding anything? It's important to have somebody watching out for for seniors, especially when you can't uh, when you can't do it yourself. Yeah, and I think that's always such a tough transition. You know, I think about my grandparents and my mom's parents and my grandma in particular, she was one of my heroes and really one of the most brilliant women I've ever met in my life. My grandpa was a World War II Navy vet and got a PhD in economics and they would go on these sabbaticals, you know, I think it was every seven years or so and Grandma Brad would just pick up languages like that. It was so impressive. But to see her at the end of her life, she had some memory issues with dementia and I think she struggled feeling depressed at the end because she felt stupid. You know, she was such a brilliant person and going through that where she couldn't remember something that happened, in, you know, a couple of hours ago made her really, you know, feel not very smart. And so th that kind of aging process that happens inevitably to probably all of us if we live long enough, right. you know, becomes challenging. So it's important to have those conversations about not leaving them in isolation. And, and, and you know, if something happens, you have to report it. Uh, you know, I know it can be embarrassing. I know you, you can just feel stupid. How could this have happened to me? But if you've been scammed, you really want to report it. Start by filing a report with the state attorney general. You should also file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. We talked about that earlier. That's going to make it really simple for other retirees to see that this particular company or this situation is doing a scam. So if you feel like anything is suspicious on your credit card statement, call the credit card company. Let them freeze the payment. They're going to do an investigation and really help you out, and they'll get you a new card number. You know, if you really think your identity has been stolen, there's some additional steps you want to take. But really important that you report that. You know, we talk about this, Brad, and so many other topics at the classes that we do mm -hmm. really, uh, you know, starting to fill up quickly. But for folks that, that want to attend, we have one coming up. There's no cost or obligation. In the month of June here, we're going to be out at the Water Street Brewery in Delafield on Tuesday, June 19th, Wednesday, June 20th, talking about required minimum distributions, how to maximize Social Security, and this new tax code. Not only what does it mean for me this year, in a 2018 tax year, but with the new tax code, are there some opportunities where I could potentially be doing some things now to really help control my tax bracket over the next, say, 20 or 30 years? And I think the reason why that's so important is, you know, beyond talking about your particular investments, we really want to take a look at, you know, how can we can control that? So when we take a dollar out, you get to keep more of a dollar, meaning your money lasts a lot longer. You know, in long term, that's the name of the game. How do we answer that question about longevity? And how do we really make sure you don't outlive your money? That's not a fun thing to do. 
certainly understand folks have a lot of listening choices on Saturdays, and summertime is a great time of year. We appreciate you spending some time with us. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.